The March primary election will have San Diego County voters also decide on two ballot measures that could potentially remake how developments are built in the backcountry. Measures A and B are two land use measures. The first would require countywide votes for projects that receive an amendment to the county's general plan, and Measure B would decide the fate of the Newland Sierra project. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. J. Harry Jones, you're a reporter at the Union Tribune, and you cover issues in the backcountry. And the backcountry is getting a new focus with the coming elections because of two measures that are on the ballot. Let's start with Measure A. What would that one do? Well, Measure A, well, first of all, uh, even the term the backcountry has become controversial in this in these, these elections over Measures A and B because the development community considers – would far prefer – referring to Interstate 15 and the land around it mm-hmm. as the uh, I-15 growth corridor, not the backcountry, um, because they feel that's where the houses should go. Uh, Measure A is was put on by a citizen's initiative back uh, in 2018. They went out and got uh, well over 100,000 signatures to uh, require, if it passes, public votes on every general plan amendment that is approved by the Board of Supervisors. So, mm-hmm general plan amendment would be for any project and, and there are a few exceptions but mainly it's it's aimed at large what is considered sprawl by by uh, the environmental community and many who are opposed to these type of massive projects um if they want to build f- six or more houses beyond what is already allowed by the general plan so if you have a, a hundred acre parcel and it's zoned for 20 uh only five houses, then if they wanted to build more than 10, they would have to get a general plan amendment. For instance, uh, on Measure B, that's mm-hmm. the Newland Sierra one, uh, that's about a 2,000-acre property. Right now it's zoned according to the general plan, the county's general plan, which was updated just about eight years ago, um, for 99 houses, probably luxury houses, one would assume, and then a bunch of commercial right down there by I-15 and Deer Springs Road, like 2 million square feet. They want instead to build 2,135 houses up there in a very small amount of commercial. Well, let's go back to Measure A. Measure A is the future, and it's it has nothing to do with the Newland Sierra or really any of the other ones that have already been approved, and there have been about five others in the county in the past few years. This would be for things to come. Lilac Hills is definitely coming. That's one that has been around for quite a while up in the Valley Center area again, just east of I-15 uh, near West Lilac Road, and uh, there's others uh, some that we know about are coming and some that we don't know, but the development community is very concerned about this because mm-hmm. if you take it out, once the Board of Supervisors have approved it, a process which is, takes many years and millions of dollars because there's a lot of hoops the developers have to go through, then they would have to also spend probably millions more on a countywide election. And it's just and, – and in recent history, that hasn't worked out well for developers. Developer-initiated measures on the ballots have lost consistently. There was a Lilac Hills one a few years back. There was one in Carlsbad about a big mall. There have been some local ones in Escondido and Poway that both failed. Um, so 
would they want to go through the whole planning process for years, then have to go spend a lot of money on a big public vote, mm -hmm. uh, only to probably lose and uh, be out all that cash? So they're worried that there will simply never be any more big master plan communities in the in the unincorporated parts of the county if this thing passes. And by the way, if it then gets through the legal process, I'm sure there will be lawsuits. Mm -hmm. So it does seem like if Measure A were to happen, it could potentially stymie any further growth eastward, which has its pros and cons no matter which side of the NIMBY-YIMBY scale you're on. Right. And, uh, you know, it's interesting that both the Democratic and the Republican parties have come out against Measure A. Uh, Republicans, for more obvious reasons, are economic growth. Mm -hmm. uh, Democrats, because they're uh, worried that it will stifle affordable home building. Um, it is possible uh, that when future uh, projects go before the Board of Supervisors, that there will be put, uh, specific things put in there saying, okay, X percentage needs to be affordable housing, you know, for low income, that sort of thing. But so far, that hasn't been the case with uh, New and Sierra. There is nothing written into what was approved that they have to be affordable, but we'll get into that a little later because the, the developer is making a lot of promises about that. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to Measure A, who are the biggest financial backers for it? Because you said, interestingly, both Republicans and Democrats are against it. Right. Um, measure A, the actual primary um, money that's coming in, they're, they're being outspent by a huge sum, 10 to 1 or more, um, is from the Endangered Habitats League. I think they put in 100 or even 125,000 now. Um, and then individual donors, uh, much smaller. I think they've raised a, a little less than a couple hundred thousand at this point. The, the people against Measure A have raised about 10 times that much, around mm -hmm. $1.34 And that's mostly from uh, the building industry, uh, various different packs, uh, but all, all connected to that industry, uh, or most of them, uh, or individual companies that are donating money. So we've had some polls done about this issue. Uh, what does it currently say about the likelihood of Measure A passing? I, I was kind of surprised by the results. Our poll, which was done a few weeks ago, showed uh, that a lot of people are undecided, don't even have any idea what this is, but uh -huh. are undecided. But of those who have decided and are likely voters, it's Measure A is passing by a three-to-one margin. And the, uh, the survey, people who took the survey say that's going to be very hard for the opponents to overcome mm -hmm. because it doesn't seem to be one particular demographic that's opposed to it. It seems to be pretty much across the board, which was, I thought, interesting. Yeah, you really wouldn't expect that. But with these complicated measures, it's kind of even harder to pull that than a candidate. Right. And, and I think it, it comes down to some, a lot of people for like, well, do I want to see the, the pretty pretty mountains and open fields built? And then they just say no. And, and they don't they aren't thinking beyond that, I mm -hmm. think. Yeah, it's kind of a good uh, like shorthand for California's problems when it comes to housing in which people aren't willing to start the hard conversation of we have more people than homes. We're going to have to build some density and people aren't willing to accept, OK, where would this density go? Well, the people who support Measure A say that by limiting the amount you can do out, out in the backcountry, out in the rural areas, you will force the developers to do that, that um, high-density housing where it should be built, where the county plan says it should be built, in urban areas, near transit, near schools, near everything. And that, um, the reason these big 
development companies like to go out to the backcountry is because land, since it's not zoned for that kind of development, is a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to just uh, make, a, make a, a, a big killing by uh, getting the rules changed later on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who's to say? So uh, now that we've discussed Measure A, can you summarize Measure B? Measure B is is a one particular um, project that was approved in uh, like fall of 2018 called Newland Sierra. It's by Newland Communities, which is the same uh, company that built uh, Forest Ranch, for example, and, and a number of other uh, developments. It they calls for 2,135 homes in these hills. There's some flat area near the near uh, I-15 and Deer Springs Road, just west of the freeway. Um, and there's some commercial, a lot of houses. It's going to probably be a 10-year project. It's been, uh, it was 10 years ago, and a project very similar to it was proposed, went to the Board of Supervisors, and in a very close three-to-two vote was denied. The property was sold to uh, Newland Communities, and they've been working since 2014, I believe. I, I think I was meeting with them back then um, uh, toward this new, slightly smaller, but not that much smaller project. And uh, they won approvals from the supervisors unanimously, four to, mm-hmm. four to zero with uh, Diane Jacob was out sick at that time. And they were very happy uh, immediately. I mean, literally the next day, uh, signature gatherers, paid signature gatherers, fanned out across the county, and in 17 days they were able to gather uh, 117,000 signatures. This was done by a million dollars being pumped into the signature gathering campaign by the Golden Door Luxury Spa, which Mm -hmm. is a a very high-end spa where people spend $10,000 a week to, I don't know, feel good about themselves. And uh, their property is right across from Deer Springs Road from where this uh, thing would be built and they have about 600 acres and they they're of course convinced that it would destroy the serenity of their of their property and the reason people come there uh, yeah, for, for nothing else you'd have 10 years of blasting as it's being built and, mm-hmm. and then just a lot more traffic the roads the road's going to be widened they say they're they're just representing the community which is opposed to uh, opposed to this thing happening and the changing the character of their community uh, they've spent millions three over three million dollars uh, beyond what they spent on the gathering the signatures just recently to uh, with the, the ads you've seen on television a lot the uh, no on B ads uh, but they're being outspent by the development the developer new one communities which uh, had spent it was about five million as of last week and then this morning I noticed they uh, just put notification in of another 1.6 million they're pumping into the campaign so I think the TV ads are going to be Non-stop for the next month mm-hmm. uh, on both sides. Yeah, it's certainly odd that you know one development has risen to the level of a you know something that people will vote on countywide. But it kind of goes to show just how strong feelings are when it comes to anything development related in the county. Right, right, and um, you know back when the Lilac Hills Ranch thing was on the ballot. That was put on by the developer. This was back in, uh, I guess it was 2016. I hope I'm getting my dates right. And even though they outspent the opposition 20 to 1, the developer did, they lost by a lot. I mean, it was a 60-40 type split. Mm -hmm. So money is not a guarantee of winning or losing these things. 
this is one, probably the first time that an anti-development group has a lot of money to work with, and that's because mm-hmm. of the Golden Door pushing this thing. Uh, normally, it's a grassroots effort type thing with environmental yeah. groups getting twenty grand here and there and that sort of thing. So it's an interesting uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Certainly. So within the kind of current status quo of elected, so the board and su- of supervisors and others, um, where are their opinions when it comes to these two measures? I believe all f- four of the five supervisors have come out against Measure A in one way or another. Diane Jacob has never officially taken a position, although it's pretty clear from things she said that she would probably support it. And on Measure B, I have not heard them giving their opinions, although two of them, none of the board members, voted for it back in 2018. Mm-hmm. And you would think that they would – I just don't know. Yeah. And they're nearly not supposed to be talking about that sort of thing. They're making, mm-hmm. making uh, statements on them. And, and especially in Measure A, things could come up before them again uh, in the future, and they could use those positions on them uh, against them later. Mm-hmm. And it seems like of the two measures, Measure A is the one that's the most likely to have some kind of legal challenge that could potentially slow its impacts, right? Well, yeah, but I think I mean Measure B has been in court nonstop, and, and there's still things hanging out there um, forever. <laughs> so there'll be there'll be lawsuits concerning that too. Uh, they, 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 the lawyers are having a field day mm-hmm. with all this stuff. Um, yeah, and, and that is another side story that all of these developments are uh, being challenged in the courts. Uh, the climate action, uh, greenhouse gas emissions thing is, is really uh, messing up all of their chances of getting these things ever built. Uh, there's going to be a decision coming down any day now saying that two of the developments that were approved recently in Harmony Grove area, Elfin Forest, Harmony Grove area, that the county has to set aside those approvals because of deficiencies in the way they were decided by the supervisors. And that may be the way all of them go uh, as these things. So no matter what happens in March, there's a lot more going to happen with uh, the backcountry development story. Yeah, it seems like when you look at these measures, some people think that when it happens, it magically changes, but that's simply not going to happen with this problem. Yeah. Well, with this last story, I, I, they asked me to write something called a backstory, yeah. talking a little bit about it. And at the end of that, I, I mentioned how uh, the uh, many of the paid people to promote these things have just you know constantly been critical of me and coming at me and how even one of them when I was in the hospital waiting to have angioplasty that one of the guys said uh, well it was uh, you know that's too bad but uh, then he went in and criticized something I'd written Um, I think I'd like to write a backstory with every story I I write because the last two days I've had nothing but very nice emails from people (laughs) (laughs) it's like they don't want to kill me yeah I guess it's nice when you get that after you know being (laughs) attacked for a while exactly yeah I don't know you know it's it it seems like anything with development in in this region is you're going to get some nasty emails no matter what right everyone agrees we need housing but where but it's where and how and what type that's uh, and in a lot of the ways it's, it this goes back years and years to you mm-hmm. know just development of open lands I mean at one time Rancho Bernardo was a, a big open area so it was Rancho Penasquitos and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> things get built up but where do you stop certainly yeah it's it's interesting how 
we're kind of in this transitory phase as, you know, will we build up or out? And it seems like there's no answer. Well, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people would say the answer is both. Mm-hmm. You just gotta, you gotta, we need a lot more housing. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll see what the voters think. I'm, I'm going to be really interested in it. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right. J. Harry Jones, thank you so much. Thank you. Delmar voters will decide on March 3rd whether a developer can build a luxury resort on the city's fragile North Bluff property. Zephyr Partners, an Encinitas-based company known for its residential projects in San Diego and Orange Counties, is attempting to bypass the Del Mar City Council and planning staff by going to the ballot for approval of its Marisol-specific plan. The development is controversial because of its environmental impacts and its density. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. If you also like your news in your email inbox, we've got you covered. You can sign up for breaking news, top headlines, business, sports, entertainment, watchdog, caregiving, and more. We've also got Boratines en Espanol, plus emails for Pacific Magazine and a host of community newspapers. Just go to unionship.com newsletters. Until next time. <laughs>